It's been a long day. You glance at the clock as the big hand strikes 10.59pm. You stop to pour yourself a drink. No holding back. Only the strong stuff tonight. The crackling fire illuminates the room in a very comfortable looking sofa. You take a closer glance. And... What? What? What's that? You see three men in bathrobes and slippers. What are you doing here? Alright. Just, uh, here for the pod and that? Yeah, you know, the, the one you listen to after, like, that stressful day you've been having. Yeah, the, the one with the, the three idiots talking about, you know, what they've watched, what they're, what they're going to watch, probably some other stuff too. Am I, am I supposed to say something here, am I? Or? Oh, for fucks. You take a seat, put your feet up, and listen to your favourite podcast. Welcome to 60 Minutes to Midnight. Hello, and welcome to 60 Minutes to Midnight. And we three minute men... I've done it wrong already. <laughs> <laughs> It's the whiskey. Three minute moment. Episode one. He got nervous. Bless him. It was the end of his minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, sorry. We three minute men will be guiding you through a nice relaxing hour of reviews, whiskey, and probably a lot of puns from John. Mm. Joining me, Len, is John and Gaz. Yeah, you're right, mate. Hello, lads. Hey, mate. You're not well from the sounds of things. I've had some whiskey. Sorry. Yes, we are drinking whiskey tonight, but about that a bit later. Uh, John, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. Are you looking forward to this show? Yeah, I am. Um, there's no like pressure to watch stuff I don't want to watch. Um, I'm not going to sit there and have to listen to some reader review where they're like, oh, I thought it was brilliant, actually. This is what John was saying last week. So I'm like, yeah, go away. Well, don't rule that out. Yeah, yeah that could happen. Well, I'll be fuming. If I'll walk off. Don't rule that out. Um, but no, look, I'm enjoying this. Just a casual <laughs> chat. Casual fireside chat. 24 degrees outside. Yeah. Um, got the scotch going. So, yeah, I'm, I'm buzzing, mate. I'm glad to just riff, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Gaz, looking forward to it. Any interesting developments in your life? Anything going on you want to share with the group? All the developments, mate. Um, yeah. Locked down again. So that's big. Again, yeah. Melbourne, lockdown we, again. We were going to do this pod together, weren't we? That was the original plan. Um, we were. Um, I was going to sit in your lap and um, we were going to do this together. But instead... It's the only way he reaches the microphone. Because oh. otherwise, you know, he's very short. <laughs> five, five foot eight. So, you know, that is that is average. It's, uh, it's amazing what I do to Gaz's voice in post-production mm. to make it you know, the way it is. Because otherwise it is, you're right, John, like leprechaun yeah. sort of thing going on. Um, but I, I'm loving it. Oh, that's good. I'm loving it here with the warming warming whiskey, the fire crackling away. Because yeah. it, it's, yeah. I mean, 24 degrees for John in London. It's uh, it's about eight yeah. degrees here in Melbourne at the mm. moment. So. Very true, very yeah. true. Um, very true indeed. Uh, well, I, I have a little tale I want to tell you about yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I, I was on a run yesterday and Gaz, I haven't even told you this yet, but I was on a run yesterday and <laughs> you know, I was, I was on about the, the, the seventh kilometer of my Ooh. run. Right. Okay. Yeah, third. And, um, third. 
guess what? <laughs> I, I was just running along, running my own business, and then it was like out of nowhere, a sniper had shot me, and I sort of stopped in my tracks, was gasping for air. A wasp had catapulted itself into my mouth, <laughs> down my throat, right? right? No joke. Stung me three or four times in the back of my no, throat. What the fuck? Yeah, serious, bro. I had to like vomit to get it out. I called uh, my partner, Mel, who came to pick me up. Luckily, she's a paramedic. She yeah. is a paramedic. Uh, almost had to go to the hospital because in case my airways started closing up. So mm. how mental is that as a thing that happened? As a little yeah. Okay, that's mad. Yeah. I, what weird injury. Uh, I'm less worried about you and more upset that you didn't tell me about that immediately. I was saving, saving, saving his goal for the, the podcast. Pod. Fucking Jesus hell, I mean, Christ. Yeah, but that's, like, that's a near-death experience. Yeah, well, you got mean, to tell me yeah. that immediately. I mean, it, less, it is dramatic, but it's not that dramatic. I'm here podcasting. My throat's better. I'm drinking a lovely whiskey. Talking about whiskey. What happened to the wasp? What, had, what the happened wasp. to the wasp? I tell you what. I just a quick one before we go into whiskey. I tell you, wasp. I had the option when it was when it was on the floor. Bees quiet, John. <laughs> <laughs> I did not kill it. I did not kill wow. the wasp. So there you mm. go. Good Samaritan. Um, anyway, enough of this absolute shambles of a start. Enough of the shambles. Um, talk about whiskeys. What are we drinking? So every week we're going to make this a tradition or every time we do this show, because this is like a once a month show, uh, we're going to discuss what whiskeys we're drinking. We're going to have a different one each time, hopefully. Um, I'm going to start with you, Gareth. What are you drinking tonight, mate? Definitely Jack Daniels. <laughs> I I was torn because I, I love a, <laughs> I love a, um, I love a peaty, smoky whiskey. Um, oh, yeah. But I also like to not spend that much money where possible. So I try to combine... It's very thrifty. It's a Carlsberg. It's a Carlsberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Bud Light. <laughs> Just wrote whiskey, whiskey on the side of the can. <laughs> Probably the best whiskey in the world. Ooh. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's all right. That. Um, and yeah. So I got a cheap one that. Was, taste that tastes smoky it's called uh smokehead and it's it's all right it's all right but th- <laughs> it's, it's clearly been that's such a shit name for a whiskey yeah and it it, it hasn't been peat. it's not peated it's obviously had the smoky flavor artificially put added in. yeah um so i'm gonna say a thumbs down for the uh for the smokehead <laughs> um, uh, out yeah unless they want to sponsor us in which case um two thumbs, thumbs up, up. Yeah. Um, seven thumbs up um, <laughs> my highest score ever ever um all right john going over to you in in, in blighty how's yeah. it going over there whiskey yeah, it's good, mate it's good we're um you know our lockdown is sort of ending really over. i'm off to yeah. play some beer pong with with their lads there'll be other people there honest just one guy just playing bit a beer pong. It's fucking what a loser. On his own. With his whiskey can. <laughs> um, so, yeah, well, I'm not uh, a loser because I win every time. So, Well, yeah. So <laughs> joke's on you, actually. And you can't make me leave. Yeah. Um, you didn't have a reservation, <laughs> sir. So I'm drinking... Uh, so actually, uh, there's a story here. So my, my mother-in-law um, is not like other mother-in-laws in that we actually get on. And she bought me loads of whiskey for Christmas. Um, mm. And I was looking through 
uh, three of the bottles that I have left. Um, and there was one that I kind of have been saving for a special moment. Um, and that hasn't come, so I picked a different <laughs> bottle instead. Um, uh-huh. So I'm drinking uh, Glen Caddam. Um, mm. Oh, lovely. Which is in the Lower Highlands, apparently. So it's a single malt. Um, it's very sweet. I like a sweet scotch. Um, I'm not I'm not a massive fan of um, of smoked no, whiskey, I have to say. I be saying that. Um, um, you like the honey, the honey vibes. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I mean, look, I, I just... <clears throat> if, the, uh, if I drink it and I'm like, oh, fucking hell. I'm not a fan of that. You know, I'm, mm. I'm yeah, pour a glass of water in there, that'll do. Um, no Coke. But yeah, no, no, honestly, nah. it is amazing. I mean, it's <laughs> it's half ten in the morning. Um, and I've had <laughs> yeah. uh, a glass of orange juice, a glass of water, um, and like a, a breakfast bar to try and like stay with it in this pod drinking mm. whiskey. Um it's really good, I recommend it. Glen Caddam. It's like 30 40 quid a bottle um oh yeah 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 so it's like it's a it's yes it's a budget bottle um but fuck me like i i would give it three thumbs up yeah that's pretty good hey just um while we're while we're on while we're on your uh mother-in-law not like that um funny little (laughs) story with her john go on so this could get this get this is a this is exclusive for the podcast funny little story with yeah, what's going on? She's here. No, this is just. This is. Gail, <laughs> here, um, bring her out. If, uh, so, as 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 you two know, but many of our listeners will not. It was my birthday mm. the other day. Um, oh God! And uh, oh yeah, happy got, birthday, mate. Yeah, cheers. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Happy birthday, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, still waiting for that present, Len. Um, Lockdown can't get it to you. Yeah, Next, great, brilliant. It's a wasp, um, it's a dead wasp. <laughs> covered in um, vomit i i got tagged <laughs> um i got tagged in a, a photo um of my friend my friend's 30th birthday and i was there in a picture with her and some of our other friends and uh gail chose that photo to comment on to say happy birthday gareth um hope you have a lovely day <laughs> Uh, classic but no it's God. lovely thank that's classic for me. Yeah. yeah thanks yeah. gail gail you can go back now thanks for coming out um yeah. i am drinking the <laughs> so I, I was a bit panicked today because actually i got a new decanter ages ago and i haven't had a chance to fill it and then we're in lockdown i was like oh fuck i shouldn't really be traveling outside the house but i obviously followed all the rules i went and got myself a like lovely hundred and fifty dollar bottle of uh port charlotte heavy peated single malt, uh, which is absolutely delicious. Um, I've actually had an idea, which has come to me live on the show. We're going to post selfies of each other with our whiskeys to our Patreon account. Selfies of each other? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to take a selfie of you. No, just going to put the whiskeys on our Patreon account so Uh, people want to, you know, try the whiskeys. They can see what we're drinking. You know, not just... Maybe we'll post post a link to where you can buy it from as well. How about that? Yeah, hundred percent. We'll should that, I so. should I do another review of Smokehead? <laughs> no, no one's going to choose yours now because yeah. it sounds garbage. Um, yeah, this is disgusting. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, right. Let's get on to what this show is. And essentially, what it is is us, just us guys having a drink, uh, like we would do when we're all together back home. 
uh, talking about film and TV like we used to do before we even started this podcast. And that is what we're trying mm. to do, get back to the bare bones of what we actually genuinely just talk to each other like. And talk about things we've seen, talk about things we're looking forward to see. We've got a little section at the end of the podcast, which is quite fun too. Um, so on that note, I thought it'd be a good note to, you know, say, what have we been watching? What? Because, you know, it's been one of those situations where people write into us and they say, are you going to be reviewing this? Are you going to be reviewing that? And actually, when we go to review a show, we put quite a lot of effort into choosing that show. We have to be very selective because we're not doing this as our day job. We have to be very selective over what shows we actually cover. And when COVID struck, obviously the whole industry sort of slowed down. Um, you know, I listen to loads of other podcasts and they're scrambling for content because of the movie delays and they don't necessarily want to cover some of the things that um, actually did make it through production and, 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 and a lot of things did get halted. And we were just like, you know, what are we going to cover and we've decided to go down, for the moment anyway, our own original content route, which I think is much more exciting, obviously still reviewing things. And this is a great platform for us to talk about what we've actually been watching. And it can go it can go anywhere because we all watch so much random shit. So, John, <laughs> crossing over to you first. Yeah. Um, what have you been watching, buddy? Uh, well, let us know. <clears throat> let listeners know. I've been watching loads of stuff. Um, I'll tell you one thing that I watched a while ago, um, and it's... Yeah, go on. I, I've sort of been reminded of it, um, and I hate to say this, Gaz. Um, there's a brilliant documentary on, on Netflix. Um, oh, you don't hate to say this. You're delighted to say it. Well, yeah, I'm slightly concerned, to be honest. So uh, there's mm. a brilliant documentary about the Yorkshire Ripper um, on Netflix. Um, and the reason that I brought that up, I, I hadn't really thought about it. I watched it maybe like two months ago. Loved it, um, and actually, it's quite <clears throat> it's quite a nice like historical insight into Britain in like the seventies or whenever it was. It's so yeah. weird. It's such a different time. People are so different. Like uh, you watch documentaries of like Londoners in the eighties and the seventies, and they all talk a bit like they. And it's like, where did that go? <laughs> I I quite like yeah, that. Where did That's that go? Gone. Like everyone was Oliver Twist. Or at least the Artful mm, Dodger. Yeah. Or Michael Caine. Um, but the reason that I, um, I remember the Yorkshire Ripper documentary um, <sighs> is, our, is our, well, and he knows as well. Um, maybe he styled his look on it. But Gaz, you, you've got some serious Peter Sutcliffe vibes going on. And, and for anyone that doesn't know, uh, Peter Sutcliffe Google was... It. Yeah, Google it. And maybe we'll, we'll post this picture <laughs> on... Um, I never oh, thought God. we'd yeah. post a picture of Peter Sutcliffe, the Yorkshire Ripper, on any of our social media channels but it turns out that you know gaz i mean you you're giving off serious reincarnate vibes here what's going on with the hair and the beard i've seen the picture it's it's uncanny it is mental gaz always says that he looks like frodo from lord of the rings yeah maybe that was true 10 years ago now look at him now Mm. look at him yeah yeah so i think i think we can all agree that Peter Sutcliffe is the the sexiest of all Yorkshiremen, um, and and to be fair to me, we're in we're in lockdown. I haven't been taking care of the beard as much as normal. It's not he's as well so, groomed. He's such a bullshitter because before this pod began, he was like, 
Hey, hey, Mr. McCann, look at my cool beard. <laughs> look at yeah. my beard, yo. Check it out, yeah. man. Look how rad it is. Yours. Um, Better than yours. All right, well, that's fine. I'll tell you what. I'm giving off Peaky Blinders vibes. Like, I mean, you're giving, you... you're giving off Emmett from the Lego movie vibes, mate. So uh, you can. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I've never seen the Lego movie. How the fuck have you not seen that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing that every week. <laughs> fucking hell. Sound of Music and uh, the Lego movie in one night. You'd enjoy the Lego movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. But yeah, but no, but the. Um, Gaz, I think you've seen the Yorkshire Ripper documentary, haven't you? I have. It's. I, I've got to say, I think that's a great recommendation, and also a really good description of it. I, I loved it as a like, <clears throat> as a documentary of the place and the time that it's set. Um, although I think as well, if you kind of, if you have a look at places, certain places in Yorkshire to this day, they're still exactly the same as they were in the seventies. <laughs> let's be fair, but um. It is. It's amazing. Like uh, you could, you could have that podcast. Uh, podcast with a podcast. You could have that documentary without there being murders in it, and it would still be pretty interesting. Um, just a, a totally different time. But it's it's really well made. It's really well put together. Um, definitely watch it if you're into your true crime. Um, I'm on board. Yeah, w- without giving any kind of spoilers away. Um, because uh, I couldn't really recall how it ended. I mean, he was he was caught. I mean, that's a spoiler. But, you know, they caught him. Um, I couldn't recall, like, how they caught him. I was a bit disappointed. I was a bit like, there was a build-up, and then it was like, oh, right, okay. Uh, with, again, without giving any spoilers away. Yeah, maybe. But I don't, I don't think that matters. Everything that comes before is... Uh... It's quite the tale, um, and the you know some of the the police investigations and some of the uh, the analysis of that. It's interesting stuff, like, um, and that that you know that stuff that that sort of detail is stuff that I totally had no idea about actually. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's a good one. Um, the other one is a little bit older. Um, but have you have either of you seen the night night stalker? Yeah, I've seen Night Stalker. Um yes, I, I so. it's an interest it's well shot, it's well produced, and it is crazy because I didn't know anything about that story in, in you know the suburbs of um, Los Angeles. And wow, if you don't know anything about it, I think it's very fascinating to to know that this guy existed and did so many random crimes that were completely all over the place in terms of different demographics, ages, sexes. It was all over the place. Um, But I did find the documentary tailed off a bit, but it was interesting. I did enjoy it. And it was, if if you don't know anything about it, Brits, I think, would be very, like, uh, enlightened by it because they're like, it shined a light on maybe someone we didn't know. But I guess in America, that story might be well known. You know what I mean? It might not have had the same sort of traction. What was the guy's name level. again? Oh, Richard Ramirez. That's the one. Richard yeah. Maria, Ramirez. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, this is the sort of thing that fucks me off. It's the nutters that are like obsessed with Richard Ramirez sending him like... Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Oh, I love you. I love how you went and fucking murdered loads of innocent people. Sending him all these like suggestive pictures and 
I'd love to fuck you and all this bollocks. Like, oh, mate, honestly, Jesus. what is wrong with these people? Well, it did happen. Um, why? What is this obsession? John, I've got the... Uh, is this a bad time to bring out the mailbag addressed to you? <laughs> or should I put that back? Yeah. I'd like to fucking name you. Oh, why? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> why can't he get any of Richard Ramirez's fans? Yeah. But why have you sent me a dick pic anyway? I'm so baffled. <laughs> well, maybe it makes sense, actually. <laughs> Sorry, it was yeah. supposed to go to Len. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, uh, dear. We've had a nude from a wasp here. Um, <laughs> it's a Samaritan. Deep throat. <laughs> Deep throat. Deep throat by the wasp. Oh, come on. Fucking <laughs> hell. Fifteen <laughs> minutes into our first episode and you're talking about deep throat yeah. by a wasp. Deep throat immediately. This has gone a lot darker, a lot quicker than I thought. Really stings. Can we get can we get back to the light-hearted stuff, like the serial killers? Yeah. Oh, actually, um, if if we are sticking on that vibe, I'll tell you what I watched last night. Go on. Um, so I watched uh, the... Um, and again, I, I don't know if this is available on... So this is on Netflix. I don't know if it's available on Netflix US or, or Oz or any other of our listeners in, um, uh, in Beirut. But um, uh, Bolivia, was... we were big in Bolivia once. <clears throat> yeah, you'd never believe it, but it, it, yeah, we were. We were. I can prove it to you, mate. Oh, there as well. <laughs> so, just trying to Argentina. There's it's my brain just starts working. It abandons what I was about to say and just thinks, yeah. how can you get? It's a bit chilly over here, so okay, let's, yeah, let's but that's out. not you're not connected. Nah. It's not connected no, to what yeah. we're saying. Yeah, yeah. Come on, mate. You'll have to speak up. It's Argent. It's Argentina. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting more. Anyway, can you just let me Mexico, go, please? Right. So Oof. it's oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on it. I'm working Puns. on it. Um, I did say what happens happen. in a live show. This this fire crackling's put me off. So anyway, um, <laughs> no, it isn't special effects. It's actually happening. Um, so I watched the Nail Bomber documentary. Um, oh yeah, uh-huh. Nail That's Bomber new. that That's uh, new on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, a, a bit of a weird one. Like on IMDb, um, it's uh, it's getting a bit of a beating. Like it's like a six out of ten. I'm like, who's down? Who's like giving it bad ratings, like fucking neo Nazis or something? Like really pissing me off. Um, I I thought it was fascinating. Yeah, IMDb is becoming more and more erratic. Yeah, you just you can't. It's not the place to go anymore, is it? I was thinking we we were going to get sued there when you just went IMDb just full of neo Nazis. As (laughs) that as well. Mm. Um, No, it isn't. It isn't. You can't prove it isn't. Um, but you know, maybe it isn't. Maybe, but it could be. So um, I, I look. I loved it. It's an hour and twenty minutes of um, uh, exploring the nail bomber in ninety nine, I believe it was. Um, but I remember growing up with that in London, um, thinking like, "Fucking hell, this is a bit mad." Um, the weird thing is, because um, he was a serial bomber, he was a, a neo Nazi, but uh, I don't really remember anything past the Soho bombing which was was actually the last one um but that was another one where I was kind of looking at London particularly somewhere like Brixton which is and again this might go over a lot of people's heads in in the US but Brixton is a fairly like um I wouldn't say affluent but it's very gentrified now um yeah. so it's quite cool to like look back 
again, documentaries like this capture a a culture um, frozen in time. Um, I loved it. I, I loved it just for that. Um, as Gaz was saying about the the Yorkshire Ripper stuff, when Gaz was saying he loves the Yorkshire Ripper, um, but uh, <laughs> I just just his beard. Yeah, well, clearly, and his hair, um, and, oh, and nothing else. Stop having a go at the hair. Just the look. The hair looks good, mate. Yeah. My hair's fine. This is that's nice. And you are a bit dead behind the eyes, like he was as well. <laughs> like, so yeah, but that's just... only because of all the murders I've committed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Don't say that. That's definitely going to get complaints. Right? You can't prove he's murdered anyone. The only person that's definitely murdered someone is Len, and it was a wasp that belonged to the Samaritans. <laughs> anyway. I um, let it so... live. <laughs> There's no way it lived. What, you vomited it onto the floor and it lived. No way, man. And if it, it did, it's coming survived. back in some sort of survived. weird revenge film. That'd be good. Anyway, so... Not, not all sequels are created equal. <laughs> I think it's more worse than Netflix. Um... Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's it, it's very good. Of course, it's fairly depressing, um, but no, I I recommend it. I th- I thought it was really good. Aaron, twenty minutes. You know, it's not a limited series. It's just a one-off movie. Go for it. Watch it. Um, then you watched anything more light-hearted than any of these? Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say yes, but then I thought about it and no. So I. <laughs> Went to the cinema recently, right? And lovely occasion. Like me and Gaz actually were very fortunate to go to the cinema quite a while ago now. I'd say it's probably like four or five months ago, wasn't it, Gaz? To see Tenet. Um, yeah. We all want to know how much you spent on sweets. And... Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my word. You went mental. So real. much. So I went with Mel and I haven't been to cinema with Mel for a long time. And she said we haven't eaten dinner what are we going to do and i said don't worry there's a hot food counter at the the pictures right she said no there's not at the pictures at the moving picture house sorry that's a very <laughs> that's a very english thing to say um at the cinema at the movieplex and <laughs> we turn up there and we hadn't had dinner so i ordered like hot dog wedges and she was baffled by this and it all got brought to to us during the film it was unbelievable gaz knows the service Table in australia service, it's very yeah. good <laughs> Yeah, literally table service as you go to cinema. Your slushies, sir. Plus, I had two things of popcorn, <laughs> two two slushies, and I had some crispy M and M's. And and John knows what I like to do is I like to get the popcorn and I like to pour the M and M's into the popcorn, oh, man. and I like to mix honestly. it all around and then I'll gobble on it, it during the film. Yeah, I'll never gobble forget on it. it. I, I, honestly, like I've I've don't been... say gobble on it though. Yeah, well, yeah, but when uh when I used to take Len as his carer. To, to the moving picture house when you moved to Australia. I've yeah, never I left been, him to you yeah. for a couple of years. I've never been so embarrassed, like standing at the counter and just watching him go, no, because I need to rip these open and pour this into the popcorn. There's people looking at him going, fucking hell, what a poor fella. I just had to walk off. I, like, I, could, I couldn't cope with it. I couldn't cope with it. So yeah, the other one is, anyway. he always has to get yeah. the, the limited edition like uh, lid that goes with the slushy as well. Oh, well, mate, if it's Star honestly. Wars, yes, hundred yeah. percent. So, yeah. <laughs> what have you done with that? What have you done with that yes. Kylo Ren helmet? It, yeah, it's still sitting in the cupboard. I think I'm still just depressed um, from the film <laughs> itself. Anyway, Kylo's um, helmet. Anyway, so I went to see A Quiet Place Two. Mm. <laughs> I went to see, <laughs> I went to see <laughs> I went to see A Quiet Place Two, and anyone who's seen A Quiet Place will know that, that is actually a very effective 
sort of horror, mainly a thriller sort of film, which has a lot of great stuff in there. And a quiet the first place. time I, it's a yeah, hor- quite place. That's a horror. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a it's what I call a mass public horror, like it's something <laughs> that anyone could go and see, and they'd say, "Oh, that's a horror film," but really, it's not really a horror film. But I watched um, this uh, mass public horror the other day. that's the only one yeah yeah, (laughs) so when the first one came out um there was a definite change in atmosphere when i saw it in the cinema to any other film that i'd seen before in the cinema uh you could hear a pin drop and it's quiet it no yeah but like you know how and, and this is I have this context in my head since I was a kid because I used to go to the cinema with my mum and we've talked about this on the podcast before. Like she took me to see Titanic and all that jazz. We've, we've talked about this before. It's, you know, it's a lovely news. day. A lovely day. It's a lovely day. I haven't seen all that jazz. Titanic. I was, yeah, <laughs> I was, I was very young, but my mum, you know, Gaz knows what my mum's like. She's a very uh, interesting lady who's very passionate and, you know, says so what she thinks. I think, I think the best way of summarising Len's mum is that her her name is Joy, and it is the most ironically named person I've <laughs> ever met. <laughs> you, you heard of the nominal um, determin determinization? Have you heard of that? Where like your name determines what you're going to do. So like your name might be Jonathan Plummer. Guess what you're going to be a plumber. She's the literal opposite of that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Anyway, when, when I used to go to cinema with her, and this is ingrained in me since I was a kid, I hate noise in cinema, like a lot of people do, but my mum used to absolutely fucking hate it. So she used to have like different names for like what people were, like people who He's were, a like, cruncher. Alex, he's no, a fucking cruncher. So very close, Gareth. <laughs> people who had uh, popcorn were munchers and people who were always on their <laughs> and people who were always on their phone were buzzers right and she used a fucking buzzer over there alex fucking muncher over there alex and that's how she talks genuinely london sort of like, oh, fucking hell that's like, fucking muncher they're, they're, no one in there um <laughs> just len <laughs> just me like, oh sorry what's that mum what's that mum yeah. um no but in all seriousness so so i have this thing in me now where i'm like I fucking hate noise in the cinema and you know Luckily, I've been quite, you know, have never had a really bad experience. But when you go to see A Quiet Place, it's the first time I ever experienced a cinema truly quiet, truly quiet for sustained periods of time where people actually were genuinely engrossed in what they were watching because the film made them feel that way. So you go to see A Quiet Place too, and I was like, ah, you know, I was kind of looking forward to this. But I thought if there's one film I have to go see in the cinema, actually, not because of the way it's going to look, because of the way it's going to make me feel and the way it's going to make the whole room feel, it was A Quiet Place too. And the film is absolutely as good as the first film um, in terms of the suspense, the way it's edited is excellent. Uh, it sort of has this cross narrative that's going on and the tension really builds uh, to these great climactic moments. I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, too much but I'm going to say if you get the opportunity and I know it's difficult because of Covid uh, to go and see A Quiet Place 2 in the cinema I would 1 million percent recommend it because if you enjoyed the first film if you see this film at home or versus in the cinema it's a completely different experience and one that needs to be experienced in that sort of I don't know this room of people who are being so silent (laughs) just like literally waiting for a pin to drop and you know in some scenes stuff like that happens 
and it's incredible to hear the sort of just the reaction to some of the staff as well and Killian Murphy's in this one um he's added to the cast and wow I did not know what to expect from his performance but it is actually mind-blowing I, I actually thought he was excellent in the film um so yeah a quiet place to that's my thing that I've been like most excited for in the cinema anyway because obviously it's been fucking bleak yeah but uh it was great to see that and if anyone can go see that 100% do it as I said it's a mass public horror uh which you guys <laughs> make fun of but yeah. yeah it's something that everyone will think is a horror but really it's it's like a thriller um, <laughs> but there's some really cool like lore elements in there there's some like where did these things come from and all this sort of stuff in there there's a little bit more added to the story a bit of a prequel uh scene in there as well so it's, it is actually really good um so 100% recommend going to see that um how many bloobs yeah. would you give it and that then? was a fun trip oh i'd give it four bro i'd give it four bloobs i i actually came out really sort of happy with it it was 90 minutes long so the runtime's not too long um and it just felt like a a great film it just felt great it, it, and terrifying um so <laughs> any reason it four, doesn't get five five i think wow yeah i think to get a five it would need to be there would need to be some sort of message in there on top of it there is a message and the message in the first film is about family uh the message in this film is still about family but it's about the kids growing up the kids growing up a bit more um and you you, you know if you've seen the first one you'll get that they're they're still very young and things happen and etc etc so it's it it would need a little bit more to be a five. I'm not. It's not a mi- million miles off. I actually think it's a perfect runtime, perfect sort of vibe, um, <laughs> and yeah, seeing it in the cinema is so so great. I I really I can't say and I can't stress enough how much fun I had watching that film in the cinema, and it made me realise that you know what, cinema isn't dead. It's on that not topic, dead. It's on that not topic, dead, guys. What is what is the best? What is your best cinema? experience so like not not necessarily the best film that you've seen in the cinema but like the most i'm so glad that i'm at this cinema to watch this film in this setting do you know what i mean like i've spoken about um yeah they'd run a 2049 before when yeah i was in i was in a huge cinema like absolutely massive probably the biggest i've been like extreme screen thing and it was I, i went on my own and there were literally <laughs> four other people in this in this in the the showing, and I, I reckon like packed out. It would have there could have been hundreds of people in there. There were four others, and two people left after twenty minutes. I've no idea what they thought they were Bizarre. coming to watch. Um, so it was this empty empty cinema with like the neon green lights to show you where the stairs are and stuff, and then just this Blade Runner twenty forty nine, like you know, the, a, yeah, it's of, awesome. Assault on the Senses kind film. of thing. Like, oh, it was perfect. And that was the perfect setting to see that film. Um, I, I, what's yours? I, I, will, I will say, and John, you've been in one of my most um, Secret amazing places. sort of cinema experiences. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> amazing cinema experiences. Because me and John obviously used to go to cinema quite a bit when we started this podcast. Uh, and before that, but more so when we started this podcast, to go and watch films. And there's a couple of films that come to mind. And the biggest one that like blew me away where I was like, okay, this is an incredible place. You know, I was, I was with a lot of members of the podcast. I think we were with Emma uh, and Lucy maybe. 
I think we were with all of us, apart from you, Gaz, sorry, because I know you you were in Melbourne at the time. And we saw Avengers End, um, Avengers Infinity War, sorry. And, you know, I won't spoil what happens. <laughs> no, I, I missed Infinity I know War. It's... So Endgame, I was there. Infinity War, I was at Arsenal versus Atletico Madrid. That's right. That's go. right, you were. So I was with Emma, Lucy. Shell was Shell there. Was there. You weren't there. That's right. Mm. But then I remember that so vividly. So I was with you for Endgame. But so John wasn't there as well, guys. Don't worry. So you're not left out. But oh, Endgame, good. the final moments of end, um, Infinity War. Sorry, Jesus. Uh, wow. That was just mind blowing. That mm. was what, what was more crazy. What was more depressing? The, the yeah. end of Infinity War or the end of yeah. Arsenal versus Atletico Madrid? <laughs> <laughs> Well, so that was a game we absolutely dominated at the Emirates um, and we should have put the game to bed and then we didn't and they got an equaliser in the 90th minute. Um, So I was kind of like, it was a bit cold. It was a bit of a shit night. I was like... And you hadn't seen Avengers. I wish I'd have just gone to see Avengers, to be honest. Um, (laughs) Correct. Correct. And then, yeah, I got home and then Michelle just wouldn't, she just couldn't look at me. Stop talking about it. She was like, I've just, you know, I just can't say anything. I was like, okay. Len, I've just remembered I've just remembered another excellent cinema experience that was with you and my brother. Inception, South America. No, okay, go on. That was good. That was we good. went th- we went three times in Peru. <laughs> We're in Peru <laughs> and we went to the cinema three times to watch Inception in English. Um <laughs> strange strange use of our time. Um yep. this was when uh when we went to watch Pacific Rim. Oh god. That in uh the O2. That was such was such a good experience. That was so much fun. Yeah. Pacific um, Rim, silly film, great oh, fun to watch. So much fun. As uh, oh, I, like I have so um, many. I have so many. So um just echoing on the old uh, weird experiences. Um I Go when on. I was um looking at unis, I went down to Cheltenham. Got a coach down there and I had like a little catch up thing with a lecture well, I don't know what it was but anyway so I was like okay yeah catch up with a lecturer yeah because it was like you had to go through like a sounds dodgy yeah 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 oh he's fine you didn't even attend uni did you you just so anyway <laughs> um so I was like okay went back to Cheltenham after going having a look at the the campus or whatever uh my coach was yep. five hours away so I was like brilliant I'm gonna have to kill some time here <sighs> found a little cinema I was like oh yeah cool uh so this is just like one o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> and I was like, all right what's showing some terrible films and then final destination two i was like <laughs> oh okay the logs um, jesus yeah I so i was like scene. all right uh one to final destination two please and i was like it's on in like an hour and a half i'm like oh fucking hell so i had to just mooch about the town <laughs> a bit and i'm not quite at that age where i can go and get a beer and stuff yeah so i went in there and there was like it's very similar to, to what you said. There's about four other people there. And it was a couple and then some guy in a trench coat, which worried me. Um, <laughs> so it was a very hot day. Um, and he was sitting on his own at the front. Um, and I remember sitting there watching it going, oh, yeah, this is good to kill time. But also, how fucking weird is this that I'm sitting in a cinema on my own? Like, my, anxi- my anxiety levels were through the roof, man. But anyway, um, in terms of, like, best experiences, um, definitely, like... You know, the end games and all that. That's fine. Infinity War was just mental. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Um, 
Force Awakens, Force Awakens, yeah, and right. Last, yeah, yeah. Je- uh, last, last Jedi. Yeah, Last Jedi was good. Um, won't say much about the last one, but um, I would say when I was a kid, I finished, went to see. I'm finished. <laughs> finish. I'm finished. Finish. Um, <laughs> finish. Um, anyway, so oh no. But anyway, so um, uh, I went to see the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Uh, when I was at primary school, oh god, um, I went to Leicester Square. Oh, yeah. Went with our class. We we're in the front what were, you, what were you doing at the primary school? <laughs> <laughs> Just spreading the word of our Lord. No, that's not a dig at the Catholic Church. It is. Um, so, um... <laughs> thank God you said the word of our Lord. I was terrified. <laughs> anyway, so we're in the front row. There was a live like orchestra playing along to the the film. Because I think it was like the premiere, even, of The Little Mermaid. What? Yeah. And it was like, what, like 90 or 89, something like that. That was unbelievable. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You played Sebastian, yeah. didn't you? He died recently. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, don't be having a go. He did. Sebastian. He really did. You know I mean? I'm not having a go. He was tr- tremendous. Yeah. Get your claws away. I thought he was French for years. I thought he was French for years. Oh, yeah. He was Jamaican. Oh, was he a lobster is he, or a crab? Is he a crab or a lobster? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Good. I, th- I, I mean, he looks yeah, like a lobster. Mad. He is a crab, but he looks like a lobster. Yeah, like a French yeah. lobster. Yeah, I think his name is Sebastian Lobster, isn't it? Or is that just some piss poor footballer? <laughs> anyway, so um, so that that would be my favourite cinema experience, I think, as a kid, because it just sticks with me. We we're oh, all nice. dancing in the front row. It was great. <laughs> Bizarre. One last thing I'd like to talk about uh, what we've seen before, what we're looking forward to seeing is, I know I've asked you boys to do this, and I know you have, so thank you, uh, is to watch Castlevania on Netflix, okay? So I'm interested to hear what your two's take is on the first few episodes. <laughs> yours two's God, that was takes. That a weird sentence. Tons, what you two's... What are yours two's takes? What are yours two's takes um, on Castlevania? <laughs> <laughs> That's very good, actually. Aye. Very good accent. That wouldn't that wouldn't have gone amiss in the old uh, train spotting Let's, pod. Well. Can we make this a um, new feature? Yours two's takes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm interested to hear what you guys think uh, about um, the first few episodes. Um, hey, sorry. Because I'm hey. I'm in love with the show. So you go too far, man. Like your reviews are so fucking melodramatic and over the top. I'm in love with the show. Fucking hell. I'm in love with it. John, yeah. let's tell everybody yeah. what Len said. Now, you might stand by this, mate. Um, I think it's a big shout. You said, and I mean, it's not an anime, so it doesn't quite fit this, but I get your point. It's you said it's yeah. the best anime that has ever been made. <laughs> he no, did say that. That's I've the, actually written this. Yes, he, he said he that, did say he? that. Yeah. I said it's up there. I said no. up there is one of the best animated <laughs> no. shows. No, 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 no. no Here we no. go. You said it is the best anime I have ever seen. You said it's the best anime I've watched I all day. I said... <laughs> In all seriousness, though, it is a great, great show. Um, it's four seasons. Uh, the first season is very short. It's only four episodes. Um, it's based off of the video game. But very loosely based, and I actually wrote in my note. I actually, I actually wrote in my notes here. Uh, I actually wrote in my notes here that it's the best video game adaptation oh, I've seen, like of anything. 
No, but John, you and your we, rewrite. Me and Gaz yeah. have actually done a podcast about video game adaptations, and they're all shit. So this, yeah, this is a fair okay, point. fine. But then that's like, well, that's not a great shout, then, is it? No, it's definitely true. So anyway, Castlevania, obviously based on the video game, uh, essentially set in Romania about vampires and monster hunters trying to hunt down Dracula, essentially, uh, and a war against Dracula's army. Uh, it sounds like if you're not into that sort of thing, I get it. I get, I completely under, you know, understand. But give it a go because honestly, the writing is top notch. The animation is top notch. The you voice know, acting's good. Voice acting's good. The level, uh, the length of the episodes is like 24 minutes an episode, right? So you feel it's ne- it doesn't outstay its welcome. It's very <laughs> get out. Point, but it also you get out of here. Uh, no, it's great. So check it out. But what did you guys think? Yeah, I know you've watched the first few episodes of the of the first I, season. I watched episode one. Ooh, um, amateur. I've seen double that. <laughs> yeah, double. So um, yeah, I've got to say, I was I was I was taken with it. I was pretty keen to watch another episode, but I had to come and talk to you to about <laughs> yeah. shit. Just have it um, on in the background. <laughs> I have been. I've just been guessing what you've been saying and saying words in response. Like, I don't even know yeah. what you're talking about at the moment. I'm just presuming because yeah. I'm watching Castlevania myself right now. Um, the, like a marriage. It looks, it looks, oh my God, yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> I'm terrible at that. Um, it looks beautiful. Like, it looks amazing. Um, the The artwork is is fantastic i love the setting um wallachia is a is a real region in romania as well oh, yeah. so that got me that got me going the old um uh the actual the geographic accuracy of it to to a certain extent i think it's exaggerated but um you know um, yeah pretty pretty cool um and in that first episode i think i'm i mean i'm guessing we got the foundation of the rest of the show i i presume um yeah and like you say actually really concisely concisely done like they they succinctly done they managed to sort of um get you to understand dracula very quickly you know what (laughs) i mean um and uh and i like that i i I, yeah i'm well up for watching more he speaks english that helps (laughs) yeah Yeah. i want to suck your blood (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can we put the subtitles on please one bat ah, 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 ah. two bat ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Jesus Sesame Street's gone down the fucking pan um, <laughs> yeah so well, there's a couple of things there firstly um, Gaz you've just said something that reminded me of a program that I think you're going to love so mm-hmm. are, we, uh, are we talking about the fact that you're expecting a child on this podcast is that alright now yeah well, we can do, yeah. I mean, inland revenue coming for you. Or? Len and I are expecting a child. <laughs> we both are expecting children, not with each other. Thank yeah. you. But yes, uh, we are expectant fathers. I want to raise it. your child. Anyway, so um, <laughs> weird, isn't it? one really weird, child, but... uh, 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 two child, uh, no uh, more, <laughs> no more child. Anyway, we stop. So um, yeah, stop spoiling episode two. I haven't seen it. That yet. was a really good episode of Sesame Street. Um, where yeah. have you got these kids from? <laughs> anyway, so um, there's, a, there's a program on, on CBeebies here in the UK. Oh, yeah. Um, which you're going to be watching a lot of or similar. Um, 
There's there's an Aussie program that's huge over here at the moment called Bluey, which I think you're probably going to watch a lot. Yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. but there's uh, but for you especially, Gaz, there's um, there's a group called the Go Jetters. That's the program. Uh, I love geography. Yeah. Do they travel around? Yeah, that's what they do. Oh, they no. travel around the globe. Yeah. Um, but one of their catchphrases, one of the guys, whenever they do something great, he says geographic. And I think that's, he oh is <laughs> fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm adopting that. Fucking love this show. Honestly, hundred percent. I'm taking that. Why haven't you told me about this? It's before? Quite... Why have you waited for me to be expecting a kid? Oh, like, I would rules. happily. Well, no, that's the rules, and that's also how you weed out certain people. So, you know, if you're in a room full of people and you go, "Hey, everybody," you know, "Have you got kids?" You wait for the people that say no. You go, "Have you ever watched CBBS?" They go, "Yeah, I have." Okay, well now we have to arrest you because you shouldn't be. <laughs> Watching those things without kids, yeah. right? We know yeah. you are. I thought you were going to say you're at a party and you're like, hey, has anybody tried these uh, brownies? They're geographic. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah, and then it would it would start a, a geographic pun. <laughs> Prove it. Yeah. Uh, Prove it. There's, there's, <laughs> no way, there's, no, there's no way we've got more of them up our sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very good. N- Nicaragua. So this is getting spainful. Yeah. Anyway, Castlevania. Oh, I loved it. Um, the uh, yeah. So the initial. Um, what's the name of the the lady, Lisa? Uh, yeah, Lisa, his wife. Gaz laughing. Fucking hell. I mean, I watched it like an hour ago. I'm not an expert. Because you asked, you asked the question and then answered it. I was like, what's the name of the lady? Lisa. No, as, as in, <laughs> no, <laughs> listen to the intonation. Lisa? Lisa? I know in Australia everything ends on a on a high, <laughs> but that was a genuine that is question. True. That is um, true. Yeah, so I think it's Lisa. Uh, that initial bit, I thought, this is shite. <laughs> like, it was just so wooden. I was just like, fucking hell, this is going to be hard work. Um, Interesting, but then mm. after that, I liked that. Yeah, just it was just a bit like, uh, like why this is too quick. I'm like, I don't even know who she is, and now this Dracula's here. Like, what are you doing here? Like, fucking hell, honestly. Um, but really good, really good, and honestly, if this fucking pod hadn't got in the way, I'd have smashed out episode three and four, done season one, lovely, and then I'd I'd be off to beer pong. Um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. Um, uh, what's what's Belmont's Belmont's first name? Trevor, isn't it? Tref Tref Terrible, Tref it? Four. It's T R E F V O R. Tref Four. So is because I've I've played I've played the first couple of Castlevania, um, and that's Simon, right? Oh, yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah. yeah Belmont yeah. is is Belmont Tr- Simon Belmont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all Belmont, so you play as a monster hunter, uh, but there is also other playable characters. I'm not going to um, spoil what's going to happen in the next few episodes, so just look out for all them. Right. Um, so Trevor dies, yeah, I'm, and I'm, Simon I'm, gets involved. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm thrilled that you guys uh, actually enjoyed it, and I can't wait to see what you think. Because I think if you really like these episodes, I think by the time you get into the further seasons, you're going to be like... This is actually incredible because, like John said, it, it does. It's got a stilted start, but it throws you right in there, and now you're in it. I think you can steamroll it. So I'm excited. Yeah. So I, um, mm. I'll be honest. When I looked at the, when you were like, "Oh, go and watch it," I was like, "All right." Well, I looked at it, and I was like, four seasons already." Like, I was like, "Definitely not." 
And then it was like four episodes. I was like, right, season one is four episodes. I was like, fine, that'll do. Like at uni, people go, oh, you've got to watch Bleach. It's so good. And it would be like, it's fucking 500 (laughs) episodes. I'm not watching this. Yeah, but every episode's 60 seconds. I'm like, oh, I don't care. It's just too much. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, no, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. Um, I liked it. Like, it's getting better. The the Belmont character is, I like him. I like him already. So now it's time to talk about something that I think we're all looking forward to watching. Um, Loki, which starts on Mm. Disney Plus next week, uh, or this week as you're listening to this podcast. Uh, So Loki obviously is the latest in the Marvel series on Disney Plus. Uh, following on from, I would say, the success of WandaVision and also, uh, you know, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, which I think I think both of those shows had big budgets and translated the sort of Marvel style from the big screen to the silver screen. And I think they did it to a very effective, uh, in a very effective way. I think, you know, there's some things that we might want to discuss about how they fell down slightly, but overall they did a good job. And I think Loki, to me, is the most interesting of all three of those seasons uh, because Tom Hiddleston's fantastic as Loki. This is the Loki from the timeline where they all tried to correct it and get the stones to, you know, reverse time and all that jazz um, that d- disappeared with the Tesseract. The trailers look very interesting. And I think this is going to be a great summer watch for people. What do you think, boys? We're all going to be watching this weekly, aren't we? Yeah, I'll be watching this. Um, I think um, I'm hoping because One Division, One Division got me, drew me in immediately, and I loved loved the first half of that season of that series. And um, you know, when it when it got more Marvel, I liked it less. Um, I think I I feel like there's a little bit that. There's a little bit of Marvel fatigue creeping in for for me personally, and maybe for a lot of others as well. Um, and the reason that I was loving WandaVision is that it was really different, totally different to everything else. Um, uh, and I'm hoping, but I'm not. I mean, this is what I'm worried about, is that Loki's just going to be more of the same, um, more of the, the old... Uh, Marvel, which is which is excellent stuff. Like it, I'm not not denying that it's 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 great. It's just I've seen it all yeah. before. You know. Well, um, let, let me. So I'm I'm wondering how different it can be. Well, let, maybe let's allay some of your your fears, Gaz. Oh, um, okay. Len's gonna like this. So uh, someone shared this on on Twitter, uh, and it's a quote from Michael Waldron, who's the creator of Loki, um, in an interview that he did with Vanity Fair. Um, He said, I'd say it's something totally new. It's MCU. Uh, It was important that every episode stood alone. The Leftovers or Watchmen, which I admired so much, every one of those episodes felt like a distinct short story. That's the sign of a great episode of TV. Oh, it's that episode of Loki. If you're wondering how delightfully weird Loki might get, Waldron mentions the lion sex cult boat episode of The Leftovers. 
it's a Matt, the Matt, best. Matt, the best. Matt, Matt world as a personal favourite. So Gaz, uh, Gaz, oh my God. you know, some of your fears potentially, you know, put to rest. And, and obviously Len is now Sean, buzzing. I've got an erection Yeah, I can this. see it. Can you put some pants I on? I thought that was the bottle. <laughs> they, an, an Loki has man. just referenced two of our favourite shows of all time. Watchmen, mm. and which obviously is how we formed as the Minutemen and how this show is even a thing. And Leftovers, which you, every listener of ours knows I talk about every fucking five minutes, the greatest show of all time. This, that has got me so excited. I had not heard that quote. And now I'm jazzed. I'm having another whiskey. That's right. I'm pouring <laughs> it right now. Ooh, well, that is the end yeah, of baby. the episode. So <laughs> That is the end of the episode. Len, Len was too drunk to record the rest of this episode. Uh, but that genuinely has Get got me really excited, car. John. Yeah, no, so he's not drink driving. God. Get out of the way, you fool! <laughs> uh, I'm going to see Michael <laughs> Waldron. He's not in this country. That's great. That's great quote. Good research. That is Big great. And um, those episode references for The Leftovers, by the way, sound bizarre. Um, the Boat one, season three, crazy. Uh, it, But he's right. They And Watchmen's the same. They all had those episodes, a self-contained sort of narrative within the episode. Yep. And they all felt like they told us such a coherent story. Damon Lindelof, once again, absolute genius. He's obviously referring to his work. Um, you know, some episodes of Lost also had that beautiful um, sort of book ending in each episode. I'm thinking of episodes like The Constant with Desmond. But Lost had a problem where they had to have 24 episodes in a season. It's ABC. They had to fill it out, and 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 that was always the prerogative. The the macro story was not as good as the micro stories. Exactly, exactly correct, Gareth. And that was where Lost fell down. I'm actually going to start my Lost rewatch this week, so I'm very excited about that. Um, but uh, yeah, wow, that's got me buzzing for Loki. Uh, Gareth, it's time to move on to a new segment that we've been curating here um, at Fan Critical, and as the Minutemen, it's time for underrated. Overrated. Hey, have you seen Ghostbusters 2? Do you think it's underrated? Hey, have you seen uh, Ghostbusters 2? Do you think it's overrated? That's the segment here for you now. It's underrated, overrated, yeah. Hello, welcome to Overrated, Underrated. Uh, this is where... Yay! <laughs> yeah? Len, you have your hand up. Is that... Did you have a question? I thought... I thought it was underrated, overrated. I thought that was the order. He's right. I'm going with overrated, underrated. I'm going alphabetical. Right. Um, the jingle just said. Yep. That's all right. That's fine. Um, okay. We'll have to redo the <laughs> jingle. It could take hack. a few weeks. I'm not redoing the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, crack on. So, welcome to overrated, overrated. Um, Yay! This is where... Yay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huzzah. Um, I've got um I I'm I'm bringing a couple to the table today so uh one what overrated thing and one <laughs> underrated thing. Now I say thing because I, I I think originally the concept for this was it was going to be a film or a TV show but oh, I've immediately you've not, oh, I've immediately God. branched out. Um and don't panic, don't worry. It fits. It works. And what I'd like to do is I'm going to bring it to the table and see what your thoughts are. Is it a ludicrous shout or is it? does it have legs? Is there okay. methods 
behind my madness. Um, right, first of all, overrated. I'm going to give you a, a movie that I think is incredibly overrated. And it's actually The Thing. Reflection upon this movie. The Thing? What? Not John Carpenter. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down. Um, that's excellent. That is excellent. Yeah, um, yeah, it's good. That overrated. This is the this is the film that that inspired the idea. It was I was reflecting upon this film. Um, I'm just going to tell you. Go on. It's the Hangover. Oh, it's not very funny. I honestly think <sighs> I honestly think at best it's a three blueberry movie for me. Um, mm. I do not understand how it became like this cultural phenomenon and it and it has and it annoys me so much that it sort of defines comedy for our generation and i i just don't think it's that funny like that's all i can say about it is i i, I can't give more of a technical analysis i i just don't think it's very funny I, uh, yeah so it's not intelligent it's not intelligence it's not it's not a, it's not intelligently funny um it's fairly basic i mean i loved it when i saw it at the cinema i've got to say but unfortunately it's one of those films that sort of uh it's like it's captured in time like you enjoy it the first time you see it and then that's it's done um yeah. it is a bit weird that it went on to be this kind of big thing i guess but um that I mean, maybe that says uh, uh, yeah. that says a lot about the the quality of films that have come out in like the last. Certainly, in terms of comedies, what, do you think about I, comedies that I, have come out in the last yeah. ten years? Like, so I'm going to acknowledge, comedy I think is really hard, and I, I don't think there are many great comedy films. I think that the best comedy films are actually films that aren't marketed as comedy films. They're just they're yep. great films that have humor in them. Um, it, dep- it depends how good they are. Like the like the Monty Python films. Like, I mean that that yeah. is just there's like another level to like how fucking good they are, and they're timeless. Yeah. Like yeah. if something's funny yeah, in the seventies and it's still fresh as now. Um, that is weird though, isn't it? Because a lot of I I had the entire Monty Python collection, right? A lot of the stuff on the on the Flying Circus isn't that funny like they've got a lot of stuff that just falls so flat but they get it they pull it all together for their films like holy grail is incredible yeah so a uh, flying circus you could describe as them just throwing all of their ideas start just throw all of their shit out there and see what sticks um also yeah. what doesn't help is uh that laughter track so, like, yeah. if you're watching Flying Circus and you've got people pissing themselves in the background, but then you watch something like, uh, and now for something completely different, where it's just a lot of the same sketches, but without laughter, I find it a lot funnier. Like, imagine watching The Office with people going, ah, ha, 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 like fucking Partridge, people pissing themselves at Brent. You'd be like, oh, this is terrible. You'd hate it. <laughs> yeah. This is, this yeah. is what Going this back is to when the hangover. To I... But yeah, sorry, go on then. Going back to the Hangover, I would say that the original, um, like John said, is is actually phrase it perfectly captured in time. I actually still really enjoy the original Hangover. I think there's a lot of things in there which are genuinely quite funny. I I, I think the story is is it's a good setup for a film. It's a good setup, and I remember watching it with my brother, 
and the first time I saw it and I've got fond memories of watching it because we were both laughing and enjoying it and I don't me and my brother don't usually watch the same sort of films yeah we both like zombie apocalypse films and you know trash zombie tv because that's just what we're into (laughs) but other than that there's no crossover so it was actually really yeah so the hangover was a nice crossover for us so I've always got a fond memory of it uh, Hangover 2, terrible. Hangover 3, terrible. Yes, it should never have. It, one of the worst sequels of all time, you know, easily. Um, so I, I think the original's okay. And I, I, I think it, it holds up. I don't think it's amazing now. And I wouldn't watch it out of choice. But you know what? Um, it's okay. And I've got fond memories of it. So maybe it is slightly overrated. Uh, yeah, I, I, it is overrated. But that doesn't mean that it's a bad film. How about that? It's not a bad film. It's a three bloob. I think it's a three bloob at best, which, yeah, like you say, that's that's quite a good score. Um, just, yeah, never. I, don't, I, think, I think Bridesmaid's better than it. No way, man. No way. Yeah, I do. No, no, I do. No, no way. No, no way, Gareth. No. I, have to, I, have to, I have to agree that, with you that, on that. That. Is, no that is genuinely massively overrated, but I understand why. And that is cap. And that will be captured in time as well. You give it five, ten years, that's captured in time. Same situation. I, but I understand why it's so popular. And that popularity mm-hmm. has driven up the, this narrative that it's it's brilliant. It isn't. It really isn't. And actually, so, so some, of the, some of the people in that are much better than that film as well. Don't even get me started on Pitch Perfect. Don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> All right, save All right. save that for your underrated next time. Shall I tell you something that I think is underrated? Go on. It's a thing, is it? Well, here's where I've gone a bit rogue because I've immediately not Episode gone for one, follow the script. As, um, just as a, a kind of tee-up. So when you say something's underrated, why don't you give us a, a what you think you you think the majority score is what versus what you think the score is? Because you could you could yeah. say something's underrated because you think it's a five blue movie, and then it's like, well, it's definitely not. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, overrated. I feel like for for a lot of people in our demographic, The Hangover is the greatest comedy of all time. Like, I honestly think a lot of people think yeah, that's, that. Yeah, that's diabolical. And it's yeah, I don't think barely... that's true though. But okay, people have got angry at me for saying I didn't think it was a masterpiece. So <laughs> anyway, um underrated this Jesus. it's hard for me to give a score on this i would say that um <laughs> when you hear what it is you'll understand why it's hard for me to tell you what i think people are going to score it i'd say maybe people think that this is a three blueberry thing <laughs> whereas i think actually when you look at it and you analyze this properly this person is probably a five blueberry actor. And I think this person has been has has turned into a, a joke figure because of their <laughs> beliefs and some of their controversies. Oh, yeah. But when you look at their their back catalogue and in fact even some of the films that they've made in recent Tom years. Tom Cruise in it. Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm going to read out a list and this is not an exhaustive list. This is these are just films that I saw and I was like these are great movies. These yeah. are great it's Nicolas movies. Cage. It's Nicolas right? Cage. The Outsiders, Top Gun, Rain Man, A Few Good Men, yeah, Mission Impossible, Vanilla Sky, Minority Report, The Last Samurai, Oblivion, Edge of Tomorrow. The, there are the, 
so many good films in his back catalogue. Tom Cruise does not deserve to be the joke figure that he is for his acting abilities. He does deserve it for being really what about his height? weird <laughs> and shorter what about than his me. Height? You know? uh, what annoys me is you've used your one segment to push this fucking height agenda where it's like, no, but 5'6 is average. It yeah, isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It isn't. <laughs> In some obscure islands, he is short. Two hundred years ago, maybe, but not now. Um, But thoughts, Tom Cruise as an actor. I actually really like a lot of films that Tom Cruise is in. Uh, I love The Last Samurai. I actually think (laughs) uh, I like Joe. I like Joe Maguire. Um, Yeah, Joe Maguire. I like Joe Maguire, which should be on that list instead of Oblivion, for example. Should be. Oblivion, he plays a sort of stock character, not much range or anything like that. Cocktail should be on there. Risky Business, Cocktail, fantastic Risky film. Business, yeah, 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 exactly. I said um, the, not the young all Tom, the best young, Yeah, young Tom Cruise, absolutely one million percent. And even now, some of the stuff that he does in the Mission Impossible series, he actually does his own stunts. They're fucking insane, some of these stunts, right? So he's a bit of a, like a petrol head as well. He loves like motorbikes, cars, planes. He does the plane stuff in Top Gun. He does the, you know, he does these things. So he's fantastic in terms of that. Um, I think he's, a. I personally would happily, and I talk about Sunday movies all the time, would watch most of his movies on a Sunday just chilling out. You know, could be Risky Business, could be Jerry Maguire, (laughs) could be Cocktail, um, do I think he's underrated? I don't think he's underrated. He's an, he is he is top list A list. Like if he's in a film, he usually does very well. I don't think yes. people criticize him that often. I haven't had a conversation where people criticize him that often. For me, you know, there, he's had a couple of duds. You know, like um, what's that other one, John? Jack Reacher, based on the book series by Tom Clancy. Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. Uh, Jack Reacher's not great. Jack Reacher two, not great. The Mummy, terrible. Jack Reacher seven. Like, don't ruin a film. <laughs> Jack Reacher seven, terrible. Um, you know, so he's he's got some duds in there. Austin let's Powers put it this way. Yeah. is in that. Yeah, the worst one. <laughs> his his film his filmography is actually very good, and like old school eighties Tom Cruise, nineties Tom Cruise. Wow, that's some good stuff. There's some really good stuff in there. So, for me, I, I know, think he, he's made he's still hit great. films in every decade that he's worked as an actor. Um, I, I, I don't think he's underrated. Um, but it definitely comes back to that, like, yeah, but he's just a nutter, isn't he? That that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. is it the people like yeah, the Mel but, Gibson vibe? Yeah, a little bit. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, see, Mel Gibson's got a little bit more going for him because as a director... My nipples are so hard! (laughs) (laughs) For for anyone that's not watched South Park, they're going to be so baffled at that. Just Then just went off on one. That's a South Park reference. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Mel Gibson's at least got um, the director chops as well, where they're like, fucking hell, I mean, Apocalypto, Jesus, man. How good is that? Apocalypto. That's that's a great yeah. Movie. Um, yeah. I, great movie. I, that's an underrated movie. I'll tell you what, Matt. Yeah, yeah, massively. Um, I don't think Tom Cruise is underrated. Um, I think people want him to be rubbish. I think people want him to fail. Yeah. Um, but yes. he is he is very good. I mean, he's um, he's filming uh, Mission Impossible. I don't know, seven or eight. I remember they were joking about this on the Ricky Gervais yep. show years ago, and it actually yeah. turned out to yeah, be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's filming it in like a little village mm-hmm. in the UK somewhere. Um, that village has gone mental for him. 
Like they're all trying to get selfies with him. They're like changing their shops yeah, to like Tom Cruise stuff. Like they're absolutely loving it. Of course they would. But if Kevin Spacey turned up to a tiny little I English village, they'd so. do that as I well. Wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> I think I think that there is a snobbery about Tom Cruise in like the world of critics and um, yeah, maybe. hipster film fans would never be like, oh yeah, I'm going to go see the Tom Cruise movie. But, <laughs> but what's funny actor. is those hipsters back then in the day were watching things like Risky Business, you know, um, money. which was a sort of yeah breakout films for him. So, um, uh, you know, I, I agree with John. I don't think he's underrated, but I do think that people think he's not very good. And then they see the films that he's in still to this day. And the Mission Impossible series, yeah, you joke that it's on number seven. They get better and better every time. It's they like the Fast good. and Furious <laughs> series. They're good. Yeah. The stunts are good. It's, it's, you know, leave your brain at the door, have a good time. <laughs> and you have a great time with them. Whose brain's this? But yes, Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> Pick it up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yes, thank you, Gareth. That was underrated, overrated. Next time will be either me or John. Who mm. knows? We'll figure that yeah. out off off microphone. Good. Um, and that's it. That that was your first episode of 60 Minutes to Midnight. It started at 60 Minutes to Midnight and it finished at around about quarter past midnight. So we're in the next day now. Um, sorry about that. It it turned out that we had lots to talk about. And yes, it might go longer than an hour. Who cares? Ooh, stoke the fire. Don't worry about stoke it. the fire. Just, yeah, fall asleep to our dulcet tones. Yeah. Put and John as well. He's here. Um, a <laughs> couple of things to mention before we leave. And yeah, you can turn off now, but if you do, you're a coward. So listen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Firstly... <laughs> If you subscribed to any one of our other channels, <laughs> oh, what are you scared? Are you scared, scared of listening to the end? Listen on, bet. Turn it, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> if you subscribed to any of our other channels, that could be Watchmen Watchers, it could be Lovecraft Country Critical, it could be Castle Rock Critical, it could be Bastards and Broken Things, it could be. Uh, I forgot about know, that one. Any mm. of the other ones? Yeah, it's, there's channels out there, Gareth. <laughs> Um, please do subscribe to our main channel, which is called Fan Critical. Uh, I'll put a link in the description. It's also on any podcast app. All you have to do is search Fan Critical. That'd be amazing. That's where all of our main content goes. Not only that, this new format and the way we're able to make shows every week is mainly due to our amazing Patreons who have been so for. Um, so lovely and have been able to provide us with some money uh, <laughs> you know monthly um which has been Just fantastic that, uh you can go to thank you mr money oh sorry sir if you don't pay yeah, go on. if you don't pay for patreon you're a coward <laughs> as well <laughs> don't, need um, don't pay no, we love everything <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to the we, end you'll we... automatically subscribe to pay five dollars <laughs> that's not true stay on the line uh but yes patreon.com forward slash fan critical we love all of our listeners but if you can quick please hang up spare... hang up the phone <laughs> oh dear. well anyway thanks for being a patreon but if... and if you're not you're a coward yeah thank you for yeah. being a patreon anyway but if you please could spare any 
additional dollary dues dollars uh then you can go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical on there there are options where we're going to be posting a lot more content uh there's cast episodes there's about 25 on there at the moment where we've recast films with different actors uh it's a short podcast but they're very fun you can also contact us anytime on the messages on Patreon or via Discord. Not only that, you get access to other content which we're going to be posting very soon. Like I said, the whiskies that we're drinking tonight. Uh, a picture of Gareth looking like a Yorkshire, uh, the the Yorkshire Ripper, uh, which is you know that's great content. I mean, Name another podcast where you get that. Go on. Well, didn't think you could. That's absurd. Anyway, I'm not in any other podcasts. <laughs> so yes patreon.com forward slash fan critical um and the last thing i'd say is spread the word of this podcast if you do enjoy listening to it um please do tell your friends um forcefully ram this podcast down their throat like Like a wasp wasp that hit me on my run yes gareth uh that would be amazing so uh please do spread the word of the podcast that would be can i can i just say this we would rather no, we wouldn't rather. But if you're not going to spend $5 a month, tell five people about us. Yeah, that's fair. And that's that, free. That costs nothing, in a way. Yeah. Other you than... know, don't go around knocking on people's doors, because let's all face it, we don't <laughs> want that. But, you know, just well, tell them in passing. If you're up for it. In a way. If you're up for it, do what you want. But the book of fan critical, just walk around. Have you heard about these yeah. people? Imagine that if we started out as like some sort of cult religion in America because of that. <laughs> Can Imagine we tell that. you about our Lord and Saviour, Peter Sutcliffe? I mean, Gaz. <laughs> Get hell. Oh, God. Anyway, stop I want to say him. thank you to... <laughs> yeah, stop talking about him. I want to say thank you to Gaz. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. I want to say thanks to John. Cheers, mate. Uh, the time is now 20 minutes past midnight. Uh, everyone has had a drink. They've had a lovely time by the fire. Get yourself to, to bed. Go on. Get a nice kip in. And then uh, we'll see you next week. Forever. Bye, guys. No, don't sleep forever. See you next time. Jesus, that's dark. That's <laughs> dark as fuck. Don't finish. Anyway, night, 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 night. <laughs> Sweet dreams. <laughs>